As another year heads to a close, this Christmas Day with family and friends, perhaps more than most, is particularly special. Over the next two hours, Triple M's Rosie Walton sits down with the treasured Paul Kelly to unwrap Christmas Train, his gift to the Triple M family. This is Paul Kelly's Christmas Day special on Triple M. Merry Christmas, Paul. Thank you for coming in on Christmas Day. Merry Christmas, Rosie. How are you going? I'm well. I'm well. It's a beautiful day. Um, obviously, we're here in the studio, but how does Christmas usually look for you or describe your ideal Christmas? Uh, our big sort of Christmas celebration is on uh, Christmas Eve, uh, last night. So um, we get together and everyone brings a plate. We feast up and we sing carols. We usually... You know, not not that reverently, um, <laughs> and it's like my siblings in Melbourne. The, the families, you know, between Melbourne and Brisbane, and one in Adelaide. Well, there's eight of us, so we just head to Melbourne one uh, last night. But um, usually, my sister Mary Jo, who's in Melbourne, runs the carols because she she plays keyboards and she can read music. So um, it's quite different with her not being in charge. But we got through it <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you did her proud. I hope we did. <laughs> I guess the brothers are driving down from Queensland And Stella's flying in from the coast It's 25 years since the release of my song, How to Make Gravy. 25 years is just phenomenal that it's... Yeah, time went quick. ...been released November 25 years ago. Um, except when you look at the video, I think you can sort of see that the age of it then uh, on the St Kilda rooftop, Pete Luscombe is still drumming. Uh, the red and yellow bus is no longer, though. That drives past no, at one point. No. Um, Spencer P. Jones sadly left us uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. He was on slide. Take me back to that time. Were you invited to write a Christmas song for something, or how did it happen? I was asked to take part in a Christmas charity record called The Spirit of Christmas. And oh, for the Salvos. Salvos, then. Mm. It's always um, organised by Lindsay Field, who, who plays guitar and sings with John Farnham. And uh, he asked me to do it to do a, you know, pick a Christmas song to do or a carol. And I chose um, a song by the band written by Robbie Robertson called Christmas Must Be Tonight. This must be Christmas, must be tonight. But it was taken. James Blundell was doing it. Oh, really? Ah, bloody James. <laughs> uh, then Lindsay said, um, you know, why don't you have a go at writing your own Christmas song? And I, I remember thinking, well, you know, I think I've been writing songs for, you know, 20, 25 years at, at that point. I guess every songwriter some stage has to write a Christmas song. So I set myself the task. And uh, I did get stuck for a while because I, I think I was sort of intimidated by the fact that there's so much Christmas material out there and that, you know, it's been done to death, you might say, Christmas. So, you know, how can you, how can you write another Christmas song? Then I started thinking, well, what's the best way to write about Christmas? Uh, uh, my next thought was then, well, maybe... If I wrote it from the point of view of someone who can't get home for Christmas, then maybe that'll intensify the feeling. Then my next thought was, well, why can't they come home, I wonder? And then the next thought was, ah, they're in prison. So once I had that little chain of thoughts, that, that gave me the key to the song, and I wrote it pretty quickly after that. And uh, played it to Lindsay, and he was very, you know, very happy with it.
Hello, Dan. It's Joe here. I hope you're keeping well. It's the 21st of December. Now they're ringing the last bell. If I get good behavior, I'll be out of here by July. Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day? Please don't let them Brothers are driving down from Queensland And Stella's flying in from the coast They say it's gonna be a hundred degrees Even more maybe But that won't stop the road Who's gonna make the gravy now? I bet it won't taste the same Just that flour, salt, a little red wine Don't forget a dollar for tomato sauce For sweetness and that extra tang And give my love to Angus And to Frank and Dolly Tell them all I'm sorry I screwed up this time And look up the reader I'll be thinking of her Early Christmas morning When I'm standing He can hold his own Do you remember the last one? What was his name again? Just a little too much cologne And Roger, you know I'm even gonna miss Roger Cause there's sure as hell no one in here I wanna fight I'll pray the baby Jesus Have a Merry Christmas I'm really gonna miss it All the treasure and the trash Later in the evening I can just imagine You put on Junior Murphy And push the tables back And you dance with Rita I know you really like her Just don't hold her too close So brother, please don't stab me in the back I didn't mean to say that It's just a mind that plays up Oh
Christmas Day here at Triple M. We're celebrating Paul Kelly. And he has a new album out, Paul Kelly's Christmas Train. Now, Paul, I grew up in a Strictly Carol's house, like a proper churchy carols. We never had um, no, there was no Bing. There was certainly no Phil Spector. No I didn't, Jingle Bells. Mm, maybe if right. Dad tolerated it on Carols by Candlelight or he'd turn it off. Um, what did you grow up with? And we're getting to the album Christmas Train, but you cover so much territory in Christmas Train. You pick from all sorts of genres within the Christmas wreath. Yeah, we grew up with carols. Uh, grew up Catholic, so carols, but, uh, but all, all the other ones too, the Jingle Bells and the pop songs. It was... There's so much great Christmas music of all of all kinds, and that that was sort of why I wanted to make this big range across the record. So there's 22 songs in Paul Kelly's Christmas Train, and the 22 songs it's such I hate to use the word journey, but it really is like you start with Nativity, which is so beautiful, and then you've got Silent Night, which everybody knows. But there is literally something for everybody in this album, and it probably goes for an hour and a half, maybe a bit more so you can have two Christmas lunches with this on happily in the background you'll please everybody you'll be up dancing one minute telling Nan to sit down the next uh, it's just phenomenal um you've got multi-faith in there with Marlon Williams's song is one of the most beautiful mm. pieces of music and singing that I've ever heard so we know it as Oh Holy Night <laughs> But can you do the pronunciation of the Maori version justice? Tapu Te Sorry? Tapu Te It's just extraordinary. You know, the, the whole ethos of the record was you know, for uh, the, the band to set up the studio and then choose songs or talk to different people about coming in and, and doing songs. And I was mainly sort of suggesting songs to people. And uh, I've always loved Oh Holy Night. And I thought, Marlon, Marlon will be great for this. So I rang him up. He was in New Zealand. I rang him up and said, no, I'm doing a Christmas record, Marlon, and I wondered if you might be interested in doing Oh Holy Night. And he said, yeah, it's my favourite song. I don't think, it wasn't even like it's my favourite Christmas song. It said, my favourite song. He said, I've been singing it since I was a kid. I've sung it in choirs. I've sung it in all these different languages. And then it was his idea. He said, he said you know, I could sing it in Maori. And uh, I thought, well, that'd be great. And then he sent me this, this phone demo. You have of him singing into his phone. It's one of my favourite recordings uh, ever. I'll, ne- you know, I'll never lose it. I treasure it. Crackly and raw and he's just playing guitar and singing Tapu Te And then he gets to the middle bit and then he goes into falsetto and sings the idea for the choir part. Marlon Williams from Paul Kelly's Christmas Train album with Tapu Tepo or All Holy Night as you join us here for Christmas Day on Triple M. A real shining star on the Christmas album. Uh, we're going to play a lot from that album, Paul, but I also want to hear some of your other favourite Christmas songs. We're going to play a song now by the Beatles. I mean, I'm on a total Beatles trip at the moment. Like I think a lot of people with um, the uh, documentary by Peter Jackson, Get Back, also the, the 321 uh, series with conversations between Paul McCartney and Rick Rubin. It's really fascinating. So I didn't really become aware of this song until recently. Christmas time is here again. It's one of those songs that the Beatles 
put out, they used to make these um, Christmas albums just for fans so they weren't normal records and they would do skits and read poems and do messages for their fans and sometimes a song. And this is one of the rare songs that uh, has a credit for all four of the Beatles. They wrote it together. It does sound like they wrote it in five minutes. For the, they sing the same, same line over and over again pretty much. But it's the Beatles and it's, it's still great. So I really love this on Triple M. It's a plan to remix page 444. Here, I'd just like to wish you everything you wish yourselves for Christmas. This is John Lennon saying on behalf of the Beatles, have a very happy Christmas and a good new year. George Harrison speaking. I'd like to take this opportunity of wishing a very Merry Christmas listeners everywhere. This is Bingo Starr and I'd just like to say Merry Christmas and a really happy new year to all listeners. Christmas times home and your bonny play is through. It'll be bristling to you people. All the best from me to you. When the beastie brag on mutton to the hill in Little End, I'll be strutting out my tether to your arms once back again. Celebrating Christmas with Paul Kelly here on Triple M. And he's got a new album out. He's always got something on the go. It's Paul Kelly's Christmas Train, 22 tracks, and there's so many beautiful moments in this album. And then you kind of snap us back into reality with the rocking tunes as well, which I love. It's just such a great album. Um, While we're still on the multi-faith, you've got Walid Ali doing a spoken word. Uh, He's reading from the Quran, which is beautiful. Mention in the book the story of Mary. 
She withdrew from her family and secluded herself in the East. Yeah, well, it was, these are obvious connections in, in my mind to make. Um, I was aware that Islam honoured Jesus as a prophet. There's a whole chapter, chapter 19 of the um, Quran, which is devoted to the Jesus and Mary story. It's called Surah Maryam. So I really wanted to represent that because it's, it's part of the Christmas story. And I rang up Walid. said... And so he was a bit surprised, I think, but we started talking about it and ways to do it. And we had a few different ideas, but in the end we settled on him reading an English translation of it. Mm. It's a beautiful poetry. But what I also really like about that piece is the parallels with the Christian story are very striking. An angel appears to Mary, says, you're going to have a special child. She says, no, how can that be? And I've never been with a man. (laughs) She said, how can I have a son? When no man has touched me, I have not been unchaste. But then in the, uh, the Quran version, that, that really emphasis on the, the pain and the agony Mary went through. She, you know, she leans against a palm tree and she's in the throes of childbirth and she wishes she was dead. This is like quite a vivid description of labour. And the throes of childbirth came upon her by the trunk of a date palm. She cried out, Would that I had died before this and been forgotten and out of sight. You never hear that in the Christian story. It's like, no, well, they, they didn't even hard... have sex. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they had a hard time. They couldn't get into the inn. They had to go to a stable. And then, Bang. oh, miracle. Jesus was born. It's a miracle. <laughs> but uh, so it's really, I thought it was really good to have that aspect of the story on the record as well. All right, Paul, what's your next Christmas song choice? All I Want for Christmas, but uh, not Mariah Carey. Um, although she wrote it and she made it a hit back in 1994. Lots and lots of people have done it ever since. But I really like this version by Polish Club, the duo from Sydney. Uh, really great rockin' version. All I want for Christmas is you on Triple M. Not Mariah. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. Oh, I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Christmas
Merry Christmas, Wayne. Christmas Day here with Paul Kelly on Triple M. And Paul has a new album out, Paul Kelly's Christmas Train, and we recently celebrated 25 years of How to Make Gravy. We almost didn't get that song because there was another one that he wanted to do for the Salvo Spirit of Christmas album at the time. But Christmas Must Be Tonight is a song written by Robbie Robertson for the band. And uh, it's one of their less well-known songs. It's sort of later in their recording career. It was on an, an album of theirs called Islands, which wasn't one of their most popular records. This must be Christmas, must be tonight. And it's sort of, I think it sort of slipped under the radar a little bit, that one. I, I've always loved it. In fact, I wanted to do it. 25 years ago for the Spirit of Christmas record, but it had already been taken, and that's when I ended up writing How to Make Gravy. So about 10 years later, I recorded it again for the Spirit of Christmas record. That's the good thing about Christmas. It keeps coming around every year. (laughs) And uh, this time I did it with Richard Pleasance, who produced it. We did it in a little backyard studio at his place, and Peter Luskin played drums, and Richard played pretty much everything else on the track. The, the bass, the guitars, the backing vocals. Uh, so the recording is the oldest recording on this record. We, we did it in 2003, but it's just been sort of sitting quietly in my odd socks drawer for a while, and I, I knew it would be a good one to pull out for this record. Wrapped in swaddling glows the Prince of Peace. The wheels start turning, torches start burning, and behold the wise men journey from the east. How a little baby boy brings the people so much joy. Son of a carpenter Where I carried the light This must be Christmas It's me tonight A shepherd on the hillside While over my flock I buy On a cold winter night of angels sing In a dream I heard a voice Say fear not, come rejoice It's the end of the beginning Praise the newborn king How a little baby boy Brings the people so much joy Son of a carpenter the light This must be Christmas Must be tonight I saw it with my own eyes Written up in the sky But why a simple herdsman Such as I To pass, he 
here at Triple M with Paul Kelly. He has a new album out, Paul Kelly's Christmas Train. As well as Christmas being just a tradition in itself, some of the songs are a tradition unto their on their own. Um, Darlene Love is an American performer and she has this tradition of being, I don't know which television show it was, but she would come out every year in America. Letterman. To, Letterman, it was yeah. Letterman. Letterman, yeah. To perform Christmas Baby Please Come Home. All right, this is going to be great. In 1963... My next guest recorded a song called Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. It was that very first rock and roll Christmas hit ever. Yeah. And you've chosen this song on your album as well. Yeah. Darling Love did the original and um, Phil Spector's Christmas Gift for You. It is also one of the most popular tunes on this legendary album right here, Phil Spector's Christmas album. Please welcome the one and only Darlene Love. Yeah. Written by... Um, the Greenwich Barry songwriting team. They wrote um, the Do Ron Ron, Be My Baby, Leader of the Pack, River Deep Mountain High. They wrote some songs. Bit of pedigree. Yeah. They, uh, Darling Love did the original version. Of course, lots and lots of people have done it over the years, including you two. Yeah. But we were, we've been doing it as part of our Making Gravy shows for the last few years. It's been our show closer. We, so with Linda taking the song and all the other artists joining in for the backing vocals. So that was sort of one of the first songs on, on the list that we would do. We knew that would be on the record and she smashed it out, you know, first or second take with us. And But, yeah, just the, the family affair, was, I just re- didn't realise till only recently that Christmas Baby Please Come Home has three generations of Kelly on it. Me, Dan, my daughters, Maddie and Memphis. And then my son, Declan, uh, visited the studio with his son, Juniper, my grandson, 12 years old. Hi, Papa. Hey, guys. Hey, Declan, Juniper. How are you both? And we were just finishing off Christmas Baby Please Come Home with putting the bells on, and Cam Bruce was playing the bells on a keyboard. And um, Cam just turned to, to Juniper and said... Juniper. Do you want to play the bells? You want to play the bells, mate? And Jennifer said, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. And uh, he, he studied the piano a little bit, so he just played the bell part. 
He's on the record, credited on the liner notes. Juniper Kelly, Bells. so much for spending Christmas with us here at Triple M. The new album, I love it so much. So there's 22 songs in Paul Kelly's Christmas Train and I heard you with uh, Marty Sheargold talking about the shows that you had coming up and you had a Christmas album coming out and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. I, you know, didn't think that you would be bringing out a Christmas album, but there we go. And I got home on a Friday night. I'd gone out to see a band, which was a rare treat couple of cocktails, another rare treat, mm. and I was up when Rage was still on, which is a very rare treat because I mm. don't get past that time yeah. very often anymore. And then your song comes on. I see the video. It's delightful. And then I see Horse and Wes in the video, and I'm going, this is just a, such a great song. And it took me a couple of weeks to put four and eight together, but Horse and Wes are part of the Large Number 12s, which is a band that... Um, have been playing for a very long time around our, the parts where we live, a delightful brother combination. And they write these songs that just always remind me of home 
even though that doesn't make sense. I don't have home in the country, but there's just something about the way that they write that makes you think of a country town, the people involved, they just have this knack of making it feel like home and it's their song that you've chosen as the first single from this album. What drew you to the song? Well, like you, I've I've seen them play around Melbourne, especially around uh, St Kilda, Elwood, and I always love going to watch them play. They, you know, there's another brother combination. And they're harmonising. Yeah. And a great pop sensibility. They're sort of right, you know, I guess power pop is sort of kind of what they write. But, you know, they've got their own twist on it. Mm. And it, this song as well, Christmas. I know they wrote it a long time ago, 2003. And so I, I did ask them quite a while ago. I said, listen, if I ever do a Christmas record, I think I might have a go at that. And they said, yeah, sure. And then we, we did record it about three years ago during another another recording session. So we've been sitting on it for a while and uh, Billy was listening to the our recording says, you know, you're missing the high harmony. You've got, there's a high harmony missing. I said, Billy, can, you want to come and do it? And so Billy came into the studio and that, that you can hear this real kind of high rock and roll voice on the high harmony. It's Billy Miller. Christmas up where I came from New Year's Eve With my new friends Christmas up where I came from New Year's Eve With my new friends
Triple M. It's Christmas Day and Paul is with us and we're celebrating his new album, Paul Kelly's Christmas Train. On it is uh, some more contemporary stuff like the new song Christmas, which we've been loving here at Triple M. And you've got some traditional songs that are done for Christmas, like Arthur McBride. Was Bob Dylan, did he do a ver- I think there's been a few versions of Arthur McBride, perhaps. Yeah, Bob, Bob's done it. I think Bob did, you know, I don't know if it was Bob's finest moment, that recording. Well, me and my cousin, one Arthur McBride, as we were walking down by the seaside. But the, the killer... The killer version of Arthur McBride is by Paul Brady, Irish songwriter. Oh, me and my cousin one Arthur McBride As we went walking down by the seaside Now Marco what followed It's an old, old folk song that's been around for about 100 years. Paul Brady's version is, is virtuosic. He plays this great guitar part. I really wanted to do it, but... You know, that sort of Paul Brady's version was like this mountain uh, looming over us when we attacked it. It's a, you know, it's a lot of verses. We wanted to find a way to play it and still keep interest in the song musically. So, we've, yeah, we put a bit of work into that one. It's a band version and it's a great song. It's really the only thing it has to do with Christmas is that it takes place on Christmas Day. For a being on Christmas morning At far recreation we went on a train the story is just about two Irish lads out for a walk and some English soldiers try to press gang them into the British Army and they say no. Well, they say they do more than say no. They end up beating the soldiers up. Mm. It's a great fun song. <laughs> Could be you know. like the end of some Christmas nights for some families. Well, for a Kelly, you know, the, the Irish beating up the English is fine. <laughs> you know I'm even going to miss Roger Because there's sure as hell no one in here I want to fight I'll Coming up now, one of my favourite Christmas songs is by The Pretenders, 2,000 Miles. It's such a beautiful melody. It's, it's also a very sad song and um, made sadder when you realise that uh, it was released the year after two of the band members had died. It was a, a, on, an al- on an album in 1984 and uh, I think a lot of the songs in that record were imbued with that sadness. So there's, there's sadness in this song, but it's still... Very uplifting music. He's
Christmas Day here at Triple M with Paul Kelly. Family is a big theme with your all your albums, but Paul Kelly's Christmas Train, the new one, there's a particular song on there, the one that you're going to play next, that stirs up a bit of rivalry for the Kelly family. Little Drummer Boys, you know, one, of, one of our perennials at Christmas carols. Um, in fact, it's become a, a bit of a point of contention between the Brisbane branch of the family and the, the Melbourne branch. It all started a few years back when the Melbourneites recorded our version of Little Drummer Boy and sent it to Brisbane. I think the reason we did that was that it's one of those, one of those songs that we always uh, mess it up because it's got this un- funny little bar length. Sometimes it's a 3-4 bar or 4-4 bar and we're singing it and um, people often might come in at the wrong time. So I think one year, you know, we decided we'll rehearse it first before we sing it. You know, this is just in the backyard. We're rehearsing it for ourselves. And Mary Jo saying, you know, one, two, three, now come in here. So we, we got it we got it down without mistakes and we recorded it and sent it up to Brisbane. And uh, I think that they recorded their version and then it became like, which version is the best? <laughs> and it still hasn't been settled, you know. So they say they're the best and we say we're the best. So sibling rivalry just never ends. It never ends. But I think we, you know, by putting it, I think the Melbourneites have really set the bar now by actually recording it <laughs> in a studio, <laughs> not on a phone. Gifts we bring for a bum bum 
It's Christmas Day here at Triple M and Paul Kelly is with us. Now, Paul, on your new album, Paul Kelly's Christmas Train, the final track on the album, track 22, uh, heads us into New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. And you have a younger performer who I've seen live a few times, Alma Zeiger, who happens to be Deborah Conway's daughter as well. She's one of the most phenomenal jazz singers, I guess, you would put her in that category. Very young and such, like one of those voices that is bigger than the body that you see her in. Like she's a, a young girl but with one of these voices of somebody who's been around for 40 years. Yeah. Have you seen her sing in yes. person? Yeah. 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 So you know. you know. Oh, yeah. Very, very compelling and yeah. magnetic presence. Yep. Wonder whose arms will hold you good and tight. When it's exactly 12 o'clock midnight. She just embodies the song, every song she sings. But she's, there's almost like two parts of her. There's Alma that I've seen sitting on a tram and you go, that that's her, but it, it's such a different person. To yeah. When she gets on stage is a, a, a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah. And I've known her, of course I've known Alma since she was, since she was a baby because I've um, been a long-time friends with Deborah and Willie. And uh, I can still remember the very first time I, I, I heard Alma sing and we were just at dinner together and we were just sitting around. We, after dinner, I think we were playing some songs. And then Willie said to Alma, I said, do you want to sing um, Somewhere Over the Rainbow? And she was, you know, she, she was in very probably early teens at this stage. Um, she's pretty, pretty reluctant, but, you know, the parents made her sing. <laughs> She sang somewhere over the rainbow, and everyone we just all sitting there, just like weeping. I mean, extraordinary. So um, I knew I wanted to close the record with a, a song about New Year's Eve. I think that's a nice way to finish a Christmas record. Um, but I thought it'd be good to get Alma to sing it, you know, kind of raw or just like unadorned. And I, I know Willie plays Willie, her dad plays such great guitar. So I was going to ask if it was him playing. Yeah, yeah great. So another, I wanted the father and daughter mm. and. Um, of course, she knew the song, and um, they just they just did it at home. Yeah, that was like a gift when that when that came that one came through. Here comes the jackpot question in advance. What are you doing, New Year's? New. Coming up now, a song. It's a very old song. Well, not that old. 70 years old. Is that old? I Saw Mummy Kissing Santa Claus. It was actually written by a Brit and released in 1952. The very first version of this song was sung by a 13-year-old boy, Jimmy Boyd. Lots of people have done this song. What I like about this version, John Mellencamp's version, is, well, he makes it his own. He actually changes the melody. Some people might not be happy. He's changed the melody and he's given it a good sort of uh, down home sort of Cajun country accordion feel with his sort of trademark vocal. So I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus. This is Triple M's Paul Kelly Christmas Day special.
Paul Kelly here on Triple M. It's 25 years since the release of my song, How to Make Gravy. Yeah, time went quick. And you've re-recorded How to Make Gravy for Paul Kelly's Christmas Train. Yes, we did. Uh, I hadn't originally thought it would be on the record because I thought, well, you know, the song's already out there. But um, as I started talking to people about, you know, I'm doing a Christmas record, they said, oh, you're going to do another version of Gravy? So I started thinking about it and talked to the band about it. And, you know, it's a song that we play live all the time. So it's, you know, it's pretty much in our bodies and our, in our, under our fingers and bones and brains. So we thought we'd have a, a crack at it. Also, the fact that it's the 25th anniversary, the original release, was a nice reason to to do it again. I think it's pretty faithful to the original version. I, I mean, I'll probably sing it a bit differently because, you know, when you sing songs, you sort of move, move away from what you're doing when you first recorded them. But really, the the architecture of this song is pretty set, really defined by that slide guitar by Spencer Jones. In our version, Ashenaylor plays that. So we really honour the original song, and it's it's got all the same sort of gear changes as the original. Uh, there's no other way to play it, really. It's just got a shiny new bow on it. <laughs> Hello, Dan. First of December. Now they're ringing the last bells. If I get good behavior, I'll be out of here by July. Won't you kiss my kids on Christmas Day? Cry for me. I guess the brothers are driving down from Queensland. Stella's flying in from the coast. They say it's gonna be a hundred degrees, even more maybe. But that won't stop the roast. Get a dollar bit to mine souls for sweetness and an extra tang. Give my love to Angus and a Frank and Dolly. Tell them all I'm sorry. I screwed up this time and look after Rita. I'll be thinking of her early Christmas morning. the last one what was his name again what was his problem 
He never did get me to Simone Now Roger, well I'm even gonna miss Roger Cause they're sure as hell, no one in here much for playing some of your favourite Christmas songs as well as your own from your new album, Paul. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. I, I do like exploring Christmas songs. I've got a huge, huge playlist of Christmas songs that I've gathered over the years and uh, I, I swap songs with my, my friend Brian Nankervis. They do a Christmas special every year in Rockwiz, so we're, we're often exchanging Christmas songs and saying, have you heard this? Have you heard this? Uh, one thing's for sure, Christmas songs are going to keep on coming. Lord, at the 